welcome. I know it's kind of sad because today, right now, in your ear holes, in this very moment, is the last episode of season two of Women of Illustration. And we're fucking killing it with a bang with someone who I am obsessed with and someone who I actually don't know what their legal name is, but that's okay. <laughs> Her name is Exotic Cancer. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about this woman, okay? She's got like 396,000 followers on Instagram. No big deal. Who cares, right? And then she's got 994 patrons on Patreon, which is going to be the main thing we're going to be talking about today, which is how do you create a membership platform around your artwork and how do you make some actual passive income? <laughs> well, I guess it's not really passive because she's doing products, but there's so many different ways you guys can create perks and things on Patreon that we'll be able to get into today. But one of my favorite things about exotic cancer has nothing to do with the fact that she's popular. <laughs> it also has very much to do with her artwork and how it's essentially about sex and power, which I'm a big fan of both of those things. So we're going to get into it. Hi, girl, Miss Exotic. And also, she's an anonymous, so I'm just going to call her Exotic Cancer. That's not weird. <laughs> you can you can call me Caitlin. That's my actual name. <gasps> I can call you Caitlin? Yay! Yes. I, feel, I feel so special. I was totally prepared to be like, no. I'm so fucking, <laughs> like, Miss Cancer, how are you doing this Yes, Miss Cancer. That's very suitable. <laughs> no. Well, I guess my, my first question is, and I think you've talked about this before, but how did you come up with your username? It was kind of random, wasn't it? Look, yeah, I feel like I was, I'm really bad with names and thinking back at it now, like I wish I had have chosen something different, but it's too late to change it now. Just going to run with it. But it rhymes with exotic dancer. I was like, mm-hmm, that'll do. Let's do it. Oh my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, to begin with, I was like thinking, you know, going to highlight all the like the, I guess, gross kind of customer interactions, like the pessimist in me was kind of coming out and... I was like, hmm, cancer seems quite fitting, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, my probably not was the most me. politically correct thing in the world, but you know. I mean, I, I don't, politically <laughs> correct does not come to mind when I look at your mostly nude <laughs> work. Um, my boyfriend, is, like me and him are talking about you today, no big deal. And he's like, oh, is she actually like a cancer? I'm like, I don't think she is. So like, <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, I, it, it started off as a joke and it became serious. Now it's like, mm -hmm, this is my name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's easy to remember in the fact that it, it rhymes with exotic dancer. And that's essentially what all your work is about. It's like, hey, I'm an exotic dancer and this is my life, and this is what weird shit men say to me at my job. Yeah. And <laughs> just the expectations they have are totally fucked up. Like, no, you can't touch me. No, you can't, like... Uh, what were you just saying earlier? Like, one dude tried to find you, and he's like, oh, I'll be the dude with the Rubik's Cube. And you're like, uh... I'm not gonna um, hunt you down, dude. No, I, I think it was just a random female actually who wanted oh, it to, was a girl. to meet me and speak to me but I'm just a bit too awkward to do that <laughs> I get that I saw yeah. what was one of your recent pieces it was like a girl came up to you and like touched your like she wanted to touch your boobs and you're like but she's I'm a girl it's like I, no it's yeah still girls seem to think that because they're a female it's okay for them to cross certain boundaries that guys might not be able to which is silly um yeah it's, they always it's say, not a oh my god, standard. it's okay, I can grab these boobs, because I've got boobs myself, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> it like, is a double standard. For yeah. sure. I think maybe because a lot of, like, strip clubs, they have, like, women get in free, or they, like, women get, like, a discount or something, so maybe they're like, that me that entitles them to a free titty. Uh, yeah, like, we don't care what gender you are, just pay us and don't cross <laughs> boundaries. That's it. I love it. Okay, so... Oh, I l totally lost my notes because I'm too excited to talk to you. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm like, what's my first question? I'm so nervous. Okay. Like, this, is an, this is like the first question I ask everybody, but somehow I forgot. All right. So how would you explain to like a normal person who doesn't follow you, doesn't know you exist, like what you do for a living? I draw drawings. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> it's highly influenced by my work as a stripper. If they don't know me already, I am also a exotic dancer stripper um so yeah my art in the art inspires a lot of that um i guess the power dynamic between you know the stripper and the customer might come through my work a lot of people think i'm like anti-men which is not the case it's just i think they forget the setting that my art is you know inspired by inspired from mm -hmm. uh yeah that's pretty much basically what i do yeah 
I love that. Well, I, I could see why people would think it's man hating. Like I have your keychain, where it's just like a dude being pulled by his dick. Yeah. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing you've. I remember when you were like trying to go through that whole phase of trying to make earrings, and uh, even though you didn't quite. It, yeah, like you went through like three different manufacturers, didn't you? Yeah, none of them turned out quite the way I wanted. I just I gave up on that. But yeah, I think with that one, like to me, the man like hanging by the penis kind of represents like you know as a dancer or as a sex worker, you know, highly it's revolved around sex. So, you know, you kind of have the power by, you know, using sexuality. Anyway, people seem to interpret that as you hate men, but. No, I think it's super empowering. (laughs) I'm proud to have that on my keychain. I like the weird looks that I get. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting into it at my apartment because I still haven't quite figured, like, out of all the keys, my landlord gave me like which one works so it takes me a hot minute and i live in like a really small town in michigan now i just moved from portland and yeah they're not used to seeing that kind of shit here so i always get a couple likes and i'm very proud of it i'm like yeah you look at my keychain it's fucking exotic cancer bitch i love knowing that people will see that stuff and just be like like uncomfortable like i wore my professional slot top down the street casually and some guys just like (laughs) awkwardly looking at me like what the hell I think <laughs> that is what brings me the most joy from my art. Yeah, just the sh- the sheer shock value. <laughs> just making people feel a little bit uncomfortable. I love it too. Like just me wearing like a shirt with like a curse word in it is like people look at me like I've really done something fucked up. Especially like moms with their kids will see me wearing a shirt saying like "fuck the haters" that I've made, <laughs> and they're just like how dare you i'm like your fucking baby can't read okay don't look at me like your two-year-old knows what fucking words on my t-shirt and she's like i know and that's what matters I'm like i'm like okay just get I, think it's, I think it's good to make people question their own beliefs as well so yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's super entertaining to watch at the very least like it made walking my dog way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so with everything that you're doing like why did you choose to promote your work mostly anonymous anonymously online I think to begin with, I wanted to be anonymous just because I didn't really like, I don't know, I guess, want people to know that it was my art because I just didn't want the attention for it. Like plenty of girls at my club followed me and it was just like, I'd rather kind of just, you know, sit on the sidelines, just not draw attention to myself. I didn't really want people asking me about it. Um, Mm. I guess, yeah, I'm quite introverted and I don't really, you know, want random people I don't really know coming up to me like oh my god oh my god like it happens and it it's really flattering but I couldn't handle it if I was like completely publicly like out mm-hmm. um but in saying that like I'm not as anonymous or as you know uptight about being anonymous as I used to be so there are plenty of girls at my club who do know my stuff and I'm sure more people know that I think and it doesn't really bother me anymore but I think starting out was just like it wasn't what I had planned but yeah slowly and like surely it's becoming less anonymous and that that doesn't phase me but yeah i mean i like that you're anonymous it makes you much more i don't know it's very interesting it's like the difference between like watching a music video and there's like a hot girl dancing and singing and then you see another music video that's like the gorillas and it's like a cartoon and but you like and you're just you just enjoy it because of the music you know yeah and that's how i feel about your work is like you enjoy it because it's your work it is. And I feel like if I was to put my face to it and be more, like, open about my life, I just, I don't know, I don't think I'm quite an internet personality. I'm just, I'm not as cool as everyone thinks I am. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anytime I do one of these interviews, there's always, like, this weird power dynamic, right? It's like, oh, which one of us has the most followers? Which one of us makes <laughs> the most money? And it, like, it never fucking matters. It, it really, really doesn't. doesn't. Like, I feel like I am the exact same person as I was before I started the account. Like, it hasn't made me any cooler or, you know, I'm just some cat lady. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you have three cats, right? I do have three, yeah. And uh, how? Wh- what kind are they? I forget. They're Bengals. Bengals, so A little yeah, bit crazy. Fucking the most badass cat ever. <laughs> they're great. They're full of personality. I love it. Okay, so out of all of this time, like, so how long have you been on Instagram? Like, since forever or, like, exotic cancer? Exotic cancer, yeah. Um, I started it in December 2017. So oh, wow, really? That, soon, that recent? Yeah, less than two years. 
Did that blow your fucking mind to see how fast you grew? Yeah, I was so surprised. Like, I was, you know, initially not taking it seriously. And I was like, oh, just, you know, shitty little sketches, just going to put them out there. But people (laughs) liked them. And, yeah, I kept doing them. And it grew to what it is now, which is still kind of mind-blowing, I guess. Yeah, Jesus. That's crazy, three years. Yeah, Women of Illustration's only been around for a little under two years. And the fact yeah, that you're, like, at 160, I'm, like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, really? Like, that many people followed us? Um, but to, to be fair, most of them don't know we have a podcast, so there's that. <laughs> it, like, our Women of Illustration started as a podcast. People just think it's a place that we feature other people. But it's, like, no, there's lots lots more free content out there to help you uh, female artists out there. Okay, so let's dive into Patreon. Yeah. Okay, so what made you want to start a Patreon in the first place? Because you've only had it for a few months. Has it been longer than that? I've had it for a little over a year, I think. Okay. Maybe actually a year on the spot. Um, yeah, so I started because I saw a few other artists having a, having a Patreon. I was like, hmm, they've got X amount of subscribers, which could equate to X amount of dollars, just like going up their, you know, tier prices. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, they're obviously making money from this. Like, well, why can't I do that? And I just started. I was like, you know what? you got to start somewhere. You'll never know if you don't try. And I did it. People started following me, subscribing. So it just grew from there. You just got to start. Yeah, agreed. I never I really, like-, like, planned for, you know, like, all these goodies, but it kind of changed and grew as it became more popular I guess yeah did you start with just like digital behind the scenes stuff before you started doing like product memberships uh I I play I tried to plan out a lot before I actually made it so I yeah it was pretty much wallpapers like digital content and for the higher tier it was just like a sticker and a postcard which you know um has since grown to having extra goodies which helps a lot I think for sure. I mean, I think there's something more interesting than like having creating a product that no one else can have. Like there's something that's really, really enticing about that. Like, hey, I run a shop. I have all these different products and um, apparel and postcards and things. But if you want this really cool fucking keychain, like you're <laughs> going to have to hang out with me on Patreon. Yeah, I think that kind of setup works a lot better in some ways, because say I might order, I don't know, like however many keychains let's just say like 100 just for numbers sake say I order 100 of them for patreon that might not necessarily sell on my website so it's like you know would I sell this many on my website but I definitely would on patreon so it's like mm-hmm. you know, I know it's gonna sell because it's a reward so I guess it's less risky that way bring out a new product if it's on patreon because you know people are gonna get it whether they want to or not they will (laughs) i mean that's probably one of my favorite parts about patreon and memberships is most people do it just to support you and then if they get stuff like it's just like a bonus yeah i think you know a lot of people do subscribe just to get a certain item as well and of course you know if they don't want the item give it to a friend or yeah the support is lovely i think it's a great way to show your support I was, like, blown away when I actually, like, looked at how many patrons you have. Mm-hmm. Almost a 1,000. That's crazy. Like, I have, like, almost 300 on Letter Shop and then 100 and something on Women of Illustration, but that's, like, a newer one. It definitely that... jumped up a lot when I brought in the, like, extra goodie item, mm-hmm. which, yeah, could be anything. I'm making flasks soon, so that would be exciting. Yes. It's hard to think of, like, new cool things that I wouldn't usually do, but it's always fun. <laughs> I actually, like, made, like, a Google Doc because I wanted to copy you. And so I was like, okay, what are all the products that I can get from certain websites that would be cool, like, little bonus items? And I, I like, ran out of ideas after, like, the seventh thing. Because I'm like, yeah. am I just going to have to repeat this? I'm like, how do I just keep on doing myself? Then I'm like, well, manufacturing is going to be hard. And I was just like, oh, my God, I have so much respect for you. Well, <laughs> like, so I mean, you know, if it's – if you can think of, like, 12 things, that's a year's worth. And you could probably mm-hmm. repeat them a bit different, so. Yeah. All right, I'm so curious. If you had to estimate, like, how much money monthly do you make for Patreon? Mm, it's always changing. It's 
It's a good amount, put it that way. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, <laughs> like, uh, for Letter Shop, I think I'm only at 15. I, it, it bounces. Like, there's been months where I've made, like, 10 grand a month yeah. from Patreon. And then now this is, like, because I'm kind of uh, slowly taking Patreon out of my Letter Shop brand, um, people have been unsubscribing because they know it's going to end. It's only, like, 1500 now. Yeah. And then Women of Illustration just bounced up because we introduced it. We introduced it. We introduced a new coaching tier that includes just like advice that we get to hang out for like a half hour on top of being featured on the platform. And that sold out in like the first day, which was very surprising. And so now that we're upwards of like three, about almost 4,000 a month, which is fucking, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's more than most people make in a month. Like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Working a really shitty job. <laughs> I feel like Patreon's almost like an untapped like goldmine for artists. If you can, you know, market yourself and get subscribers, it's great. It's a guaranteed monthly income. Yeah, I mean, that's the way you want to do it, right? It's like, how can I create some stability in this weird freelance starving artist world? Yeah, definitely. I'm always on edge, like, oh my god, my account's going to be deleted, I'm going to have no nothing, but Patreon's, you know, kind of an extra little source of income that I don't have to worry about because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, and it really is, like, a great way to do a newsletter, too. Like, I remember the first time I ever had anything deleted – um, from Instagram, just like that, that, that shock, like, oh, I did something wrong. Instagram's mad at me. <laughs> like, I'm like, what am I going to do? Cause like all my money comes from that one platform. Um, and I just like moved everything to my newsletter, like as fast as I possibly could. Um, and the good thing about Patreon is unlike, you know, platforms like MailChimp, they'll charge you per how many subscribers you have to a certain extent, but Patreon it's free. Like you could literally have a Patreon and not actually ask for any money. And you could use it as a free email if you wanted to. Yeah, no, is, you're right. It's That's a really cool functionality idea. that, like, no other service offers, which is really fucking sweet. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, Patreon's good. Love it. Recommend it to any artist. Yeah, you guys you guys should uh, hop on that bandwagon. <laughs> so how would you, if you had to give advice, like, how would someone start a Patreon? Like, do you think they should do digital and then maybe do products later? I definitely think have a few lower tiers that offer just digital goodies because that kind of helps out without you know having the expectation of you know packing and shipping every month it also i guess you know helps with the costs of you know the people who are paying for the item like i don't know how to explain it so say an item is like ten dollars to make or whatever if you know the tiers paying a certain amount of money for it your profits might be a little bit smaller but since you have all the lower tiers paying and they don't get like physical things there's no uh like down costs so it helps with the high tiers does that make sense totally i'm really bad at explaining things but yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm taking notes i'm like ready (laughs) uh yes so yeah i think having a few lower tiers with just digital content things that you don't have to like physically like pay for yourself like you know um and then obviously people who do want more will pay more money for physical items so definitely i think if you can introduce a higher tier with some kind of physical reward that's a good idea mm-hmm. i think i think there's only like there's kind of a limit in my opinion to how much people would want to pay just for digital content but maybe i'm wrong but that's just my opinion i don't know i think it just depends on the value it depends yeah it depends it. on what yeah. you're offering i guess for sure like if you're doing like a book like yeah. that's probably worth a bit because it takes more time to make a book than it does definitely. to make like hey here's the time lapse video of the piece I just made, like, especially if you're using, you know, a platform that that's built into the program, like Procreate or something. Yeah. It's like, you already have that piece of content. You're just showing people it. Yeah. Um, and like, there's all different kinds of ways to do it too. Like I, I always, I'm a big advocate for digital products because it is passive income. And especially if you're broke as fuck right now, like <laughs> I don't want you to be like, Oh, I'm going to join Patreon. And I'm going to get 300 patrons when I, when I sign up and I'm going to, and I'm all this money and I'm going to spend $500 and all these different things. And hopefully everyone buys it. It's like, don't do that. Like, I, I mean, think- yeah, I, I started off with little stickers and postcards that didn't cost me too much to make. So the risk wasn't that high if they didn't subscribe. But yeah, once I got enough, they switched over to the higher tier, which has the items. So thank mm-hmm. God. Cause I was like, Oh my God. You know, because they have minimum cost, like minimum quantities. You have to get like a hundred plus. It's mm-hmm. Like if a hundred people don't swap over, I'm gonna have like heaps of stuff left over. <laughs> no. But you could always just do like, hey guys, bonus item, all the shit that didn't sell from the last three months. <laughs> like. Well, yeah, I find that like I do have to order more than 
what I expect because people like chop and change tiers which opens up an extra spot that wouldn't normally have been there or if you know mail goes missing so I've always got some stuff left over but I'll figure out what to do with that later <laughs> I mean there's so many different kinds of tiers and shit that you guys can do it can be what anything you, you want <laughs> Yeah, really? Like, I like when people really think outside the box. Like, you were the first person, and I'm sure, like, people have done this, but I think out of all the patrons that I've supported, you were the only one that was like, hey, here's this exclusive product. And I was like, yes, that's definitely a really amazing way to get someone to kind of trigger their impulse buy. Because anytime there's like, hey, the first 10 people get this bonus item, like, okay, I'm going to want to be one of those 10 people. Yeah. Or, hey, this is only on sale for the first 24 hours. Like, fuck yeah, like, 24 hours, let's do this. So the way it you're doing it... gives a bit of incentive. I don't think I was the first, but incentive definitely helps. No, no definitely. Like, like t- just yesterday, I announced my new Printful course. It's like the first course I've ever had on limited illustration. This is like teaching people how to do print on demand. And I announced it. It was like 50% off. It's a $50 class that I discounted to 25 for the first 24 hours. And it sold like crazy. It's a really cheap class. Most of my classes are like 500 to 1,000. So this was like the first... I'm trying to like have it be more affordable, have, like, shorter courses, that type of thing. And then the second I fucking put that thing, normal price, no one bought it. And I was just like, God damn it! <laughs> like, no! I'm like, I'm never doing a sale again, you bastards! And I think it's all about, like, value perception. It's yeah. like, oh, if you were willing to offer this at 50%, then that means you you are questioning your value. And me, the customer, could take advantage of that, like, lack of confidence, and now you're – you want me to pay 50 when it was $25 yesterday? Yeah, no. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to rethink sales. And that's something that I've noticed that you do too. Like, you don't really offer sales on your anything on your shop, really, that I've No, I, I rarely have sales. I do offer, like, permanent discounts for my patrons. So 20% for the higher tier, 15% for the one below. But, um, yeah. Honestly, I, mean, I just – I don't think I have one. time for sales, like – in the past, in the honestly though, in the past, I've had like, hey, everyone, thirty percent off. I'd get an influx of orders, and it's just like take two weeks to get them all out. It's like, right now, I can handle that, so not gonna do it. Oh, I love that. I literally wrote that down. I was like, I don't have time for sales. <laughs> like that's the best thing I've ever heard. Um, it's just an influx of orders. It's just like it's. I'm busy. <laughs> Too busy. <laughs> like I need. I just want like a like a constant drip. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and like so every funny. month around like the tenth, I've got to send out like however many Patreon parcels. That's a lot of work to do in a few days. Oh, I can't even imagine. I mean, if you, I mean, would you say the majority of your patrons are are they in the lower tiers? I would assume. Mm, there's a lot in the two dollar tier, but there's also a lot in the glitter heels tier, so mm-hmm. the higher one. It's oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, there's not too many in the fifteen. I think it's like they'd rather pay the extra five dollars to get the item so yeah yeah fuck yeah as soon as i saw that i'm like oh am i not in the right tier like i just realized (laughs) that this week i'm like oh okay let me just up that real quick i'm like i was wondering why i was seeing things in people's store like when you would share people's stories that had opened the mail i'm like i didn't get that i'm like god damn it like am i doing something wrong i was in the wrong tier this whole goddamn time (laughs) see like I'm the perfect example, like the psychology that goes into someone who wants to support another artist. And and I'm saying, I'm speaking to like the audience here where like, I don't want you to think like, oh, could I start a Patreon? Like, I definitely do think you need to have like somewhat of a following before you do it. But if you have art and people follow that art, of course, there's going to be people out there who want to support you. Yeah. Patreon is the kind of thing like you can't really promote your Patreon via the Patreon platform. You have to have an outside source of followers, I think. Oh, for sure. Because Patreon doesn't even have, yeah, like, oh, like, if I type Dina Rodriguez or Lettershop into Patreon, I can't find myself. Mine's, that's, yeah, hidden. I think it's because of the 18 plus good. content. Yeah, mine's 18 plus, too. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like, like, what's the point? Like, when you're on platforms like Etsy or something, like, there's a search algorithm in there. Like, it's, you know, you're, you're using another person's audience for your own shop. But Patreon's not like that. I think it's more of just, like, it does the work for you. It's a secondary platform. Yeah. yeah. It's going to constantly drive traffic. Yeah. You really have to – I mean, it's a good thing it's monthly because it reminds you, like, oh, shit, I got to do this. I got to start promoting this stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've been so bad about Patreon for Lettershop because on Women of Illustration, we use it as, like, a way to get featured. 
So it's like, okay, $10 gets you a story shout out, $50 gets you a grid feature, which we actually uh, need to up the prices since we're almost going to be hitting 200K in just the next month or so. Um, and then we just released the $100 tier. And that's doing well. And I think Patreon's a really good place for that, especially since it's the same platform that there's all these other fucking artists on. So it's like, hey, support one of illustrations, support all your favorite artists. It like, makes sense. But then... For Lettershop, I've been making these like digital hand lettering workbooks for like the past three years. And I did a total of 23. I couldn't make it to the 24th. I couldn't do two years in a row. I just died. I was like, nope, fuck you, December. <laughs> like, I just can't do it. Um, and it's been so hard to like consistently put out like such a huge digital product every single month that I got so burnt out on it. And I, I imagine. Think, oh, God, fuck it. Because it was like a t- 25 page workbook uh. <laughs> yeah that's 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 what i was sounding like every day on the first i'm like fuck i gotta get this workbook and i would like get it all done in like two days and it would just be the most painful thing ever and that's why i decided to end it and i think anything subscription wise i'm just gonna put on my website because squarespace has that functionality now but i think it really just depends on like what your market is and how much time you have to invest because most people could argue like you could if you want to do like a subscription product you could just do it on your website like yeah. i know squarespace has that functionality maybe shopify i'm not sure but i think the benefit of using patreon because they do take a cut and they have changed their terms so like i think me and you are both grandfathered in to the way they used to charge which was yeah. not as much as they are now and they have like different plans i don't really know that much about them because i don't have to worry about it but for people who are just wanting to get into it like that's something to consider like do you want to put more work up front and have a subscription if you want to do products especially on your website or would you rather like feed the beast that is patreon and you know because they do have a lot of really cool functionality like i said it's the free newsletter you can it's i have like a a free like kind of gated podcast which is really easy to do with uh patreon i have that for my letter shop account um it has all that functionality built in you don't have to worry about like connecting it to a newsletter or emails or whatever so, like, that's cool. So, I guess it just, like, depends on what you want to do. Do you think you would ever offer, like, memberships, kind of like what you're doing now for Patreon, but on your site? I think everyone kind of knows and loves Patreon. It's trustworthy. It's easy. It's, like, kind of all your creators in the one place. I think it's just almost a matter of convenience. It's, like, you know, it charges you all your subscriptions in the one bundle. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I feel like having a separate kind of subscription method on my website probably wouldn't work as well, but I've not tried it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I guess you're not too worried about the percentage that Patreon takes. You think it's like, worth it? It's fine. Like <laughs> everyone's got to take a cut. I, I think mean, it's pa- fine. It's a it's a great platform, so you know, I don't mind them taking a cut. Yeah, like they have to pay their people for and sure. And it's like it, it's like you know, at the end of the month, I'm still happy with what I'm making. It's like I don't even notice the cut being taken out. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, that's good. That when you don't notice the cut being taken out, that's it's that's more that I don't I don't like keep track of the exact numbers. I'm not like oh I should have gotten this much, but this much has gotten taken out. I just like I don't really look at that stuff. It's like all right, this is my payout. Cool. <laughs> Oh man, I'm not, I'm so not like that. I'm like so <laughs> fucking anal. Like what? No. <laughs> I'm like I'm looking. Do you ever look at the exit interviews? It's the most I heartbreaking. S- thing. <laughs> I scroll through them sometimes, and like, yeah. I mean, not everyone's gonna be happy with what they're doing, what you're doing, but. Okay, just so you guys know, the exit feature is when someone like unsubscribes from you from Patreon. They get this little survey. Like, hey, why did you decide to leave? And they have, like, you know, four or five buttons. And you're like, duh, because I ran out of money. Or, like, Patreon sucks. Like, your functionality, blah, blah, blah. And then there's this nice little other field. (laughs) And I have gotten some fucked up messages from people. Like, Dina didn't use this as much as I thought she would. And I'm very disappointed. I I wanted this workbook. (laughs) And she gave me this workbook. And there's, like, all this, like, ridiculous, like, bitch stop like i'm sorry that i didn't post every single day to patreon a completely original piece of content that i could not post anywhere else like i i told you what i was gonna give you and then i gave it to you (laughs) or like people would i don't know like when it's patreon's fault i'm like livid because i remember their audio functionality wasn't working like a couple months ago they fixed it where like if you're listening to a podcast natively in the app of patreon it would just play for about 10 seconds and then it would just stop 
and then you'd have to hit play, and then it would play for about 10 seconds and then stop. That's fucked up. But when they they blame you, I'm just like, God damn it. It just, it really, it burns. It <laughs> burns into my soul. Because, like, I don't know, as a creative, like, you know, you get and you start to build a following. You get all these beautiful messages from people. Like, oh, you're inspiring me. Like, oh, I love your work. This is badass. But then you get the few people who just screw you, that just, like, either, like, very rapey kind of messages got my got my first hey i want to rape you message the other day that was fun thanks what? Instagram. yeah like hey hey you're cute but i'd still rape you and oh i'm like okay <laughs> like even i, I, I haven't even got one of those messages really <laughs> like what please please no one do it now but yeah I'm, yeah i know like don't if be anyone first. would i'd expect my kind of content to get that but not right? yours <laughs> The thing that confused me is they left it on my Women of Illustration account. So I was just like, hmm. I'm like, you don't even know who I am. Like, you just you just trolled me for no reason. I guess and it's it one of the perks of being anonymous. No one really I guess see. so. <laughs> Fuck, man. So you want to say that? Do you know who you're saying that to? What if I am, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't want to rape me. I'll rape you first. Like, I don't know what the right answer is. Could <laughs> like, be your dad. Don't know who I am. Ooh, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's a fucked up one. Like, like Timmy, what the fuck's wrong with you? I can't believe you talked to your father that way. That'd be such a funny way to respond, wouldn't it? Like, this is your father. How dare you speak to me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah some people are like, so are you like a guy? I think I was joking in my story once saying I'm a truck driver. My name's like Steve. I've got a beard. And people are like, hang on, what? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure you get like insane amounts of trolly messages i mean you probably are just like so over it at this point i i don't really go through my dm my dm requests all that often i just yeah oh really oh you've always responded pretty quickly to my dms that makes me feel special i mean <laughs> oh that's fine <laughs> no the uh the ones that have like the requests the ones that don't show up in your inbox oh yeah the Those. ones that Let's you yeah. never know yeah yeah uh, like, <laughs> so how often do you get like I mean, you probably don't, you said you just go, don't go through it, but I'm sure, like, people want to know. <laughs> like, do you get, like, just dick pics or just, like, Honestly, awful you would think that I would get heaps. I've only ever had one. What? Yeah. How one. am I getting trolled more than you? <laughs> I what have no idea. What is happening? I've gotten so many dick pics through Lettershop. What the hell? Like, I don't, I don't get I don't it. Mean, I, I think it would have to be that you show your face and I don't. Maybe that's maybe why. Maybe that's the, that's the trick. Don't want to be Maybe sending right. dick pics to your dad. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, that's just, that's the name of the episode. I <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be sending dick pics to your dad. Oh, man, that's, you know, I think you're totally right, because I've had a couple people that I've been coaching, because I, I do think, like, if you are comfortable showing your face, you should, because people are much more likely to support people they can, like, remember, and they think they're friends with, and that kind of stuff. And then this one girl, she's, like, she just, she was, like, really, really young, Posted a picture of herself. wasn't anything crazy. Just like a normal selfie. And she got bombarded with sexual fucked up messages in her DMs. And this is someone who's got like a couple hundred followers. And I'm like, what hashtags did you use? She's like, I, don't, I didn't use any hashtags. I'm like, how the fuck did they find you? Like, are these people who were just creeps the whole time? And then they've been following you? Like, just secret beta creeps? And then the mm. second you show your face, you're like, time to attack, boys! Like... What is the psychology that goes through something like that? <laughs> I posted, like, a kind of selfie with, like, my phone covering my face. And even then, like, no one was like, oh, my God, gonna... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Guess oh, I'm I lucky. I get... Yeah, guys, the trick, cover your faces, okay? <laughs> and you won't, you won't get in trouble anymore. That's so fucking crazy. My mind's a little blown from that. But anyways, let's talk about how much Instagram sucks. Mm. Look, it sucks, but at the same time, it's great. It's it's great. Um, <laughs> but I'm not a big fan of, like, the, the like, hey, certain people can get away with, like, showing nudity or weed. Oh, yeah. I, it's, it is so unfair, but what can you do? Just going to play by the rules. Nuts. It Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, I liked the way that you dealt with it. Like, having – I think your account actually got deleted – Mm-hmm. And then, luckily, you were able to get it back. And then, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was that moment that you had decided, like, okay, I'm just going to put all my really, really explicit content on my Patreon. Like, fuck Yeah, I, I figured it would also help draw people to my Patreon, and I wouldn't be at risk of being deleted again. So, win-win, I guess. No, it's totally win-win. When you said that, I was like, I'm going to copy you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, yes. 
in a way um, it's like it's good because I it forces me to be more creative with the stuff that I do post you know like how to get away with what I want to you know the story I want to tell without having explicit kind of yeah I don't know but then again I've drawn like a three lined penis just three simple lines and it's been deleted so setting I, I like I actually censored my work once like I censored it like there was nudity and then I put black bars on it okay it still got deleted yeah just, I've like, had that as well it's just like what it all comes down to like how badly people want to fuck with your livelihood I think. I think it comes down to the moderator it's moderator bias that particular moderator on that day is probably like no nah, not having it Three lines, that's a penis. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've had a illustration removed and then my followers might post it on their accounts and they've had it reported or tested it and it didn't get removed. So it's just like, yeah, it's real inconsistent. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just like, I'm so upset. Okay, so if Instagram, let's say your account got deleted. Oh my God, knock on all the woods and the bricks and everything. Um, what would you do? Would you think you would just pivot to like, I do have a backup account, so... Oh, that's right, yeah. For, yeah, in case this happens, I would just move there. Like, you can... Instagram can delete me. I'm still going to be on it somewhere. So... <laughs> it's like, I'm still fucking here. I mean, yeah. I love that everyone... And another thing that I really... I'm just going to tell you all the reasons why I love you. and Because mm-hmm. I think there's just all different ways that we can make a profit from our artwork and my, what I like about you is like there's no bullshit like I go to your account your description it says follow my backup account and then it says shop and then there's an error to your shop <laughs> and then <laughs> that's it it's, you don't have to tell me like a, your lifelong story and how much you love cats and coffee you know what I mean I'm sure you do love both those things but like it's not you know like fuck it it's not important and, and then like you write you make these great illustrations they're all like they seamlessly go in your grid lots of pinks and pastels and boobies i just love all the boobies and then your captions will be like i made a butt plug <laughs> straight to the point <laughs> i love that and i'm like you know how many people sit there for like an hour staring at their phone like what do i write like what meaningful piece of content and you're just like <laughs> and then like, i feel like yeah the image speaks for itself so I used to be more creative with my captions, but it's like, uh, my brain isn't working, whatever. I mean, it, and it works for you. You know, like, you just posted something today, a girl on on the pot, on her phone, which I've, I've gotten to the point where, like, I cannot pee or poop without looking at my phone. Like, it feels wrong. <laughs> Especially, like, in a public stall, because then, cause then I feel like it's my break where I'm, like, allowed to look at my phone. Because when yeah. you do it in front of your friends, it's rude. And it makes you feel bad, especially when they point it out and they catch you. And I'm, like, so excited to check my DMs and shit while I'm peeing. And then your caption's just like, sometimes it's too hard to think of a caption. And I'm like, she did it again! And I'm like, so smart. It's like, god damn it. Sorcery. You really, it, I, I don't know. I think it's just, everyone has their own style. Like, me, I'm all about the long captions. I'm like, here's I think five I'm just, paragraphs. I'm just blunt. <laughs> I think just being blunt, that's me. No, I think it's a good look. So, guys, take heed to these messages. You could just do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to write big, long captions and tell your life story, do that. If you don't and you want to make fun of the whole thing and just be blunt as fuck, just one emoji. One emoji. (laughs) Yeah, just squirt emoji or something. And, like, you don't even use hashtags. You're just like, here's my shit. I love that. I don't think hashtags are that effective. I don't know. I've never been a fan. It's, it's, It's essentially like the lottery right like you're probably not gonna win mm, i feel like it just makes my caption look ugly and messy and like, <laughs> i don't know well i feel like sometimes if you use hashtags they probably get you in trouble well like so i'm constantly shadow banned anyway so there's no point <laughs> that's a good point yeah i think it's i think it all depends like i think if you have like like, obviously, the more popular of an account you have when you use hashtags, like, you're much more likely to rank for, like, more popular hashtags. Like, let's say you have 100 followers and you, you're using hashtag art. Bitch, you ain't gonna fucking rank for hashtag art. Like, it's just not gonna... That, that's been used, like, 20 I'm million times. I'm pretty sure I did one hashtag and it was on the Pennywise thing I drew. Was let's it? Let's have a look at the insights. Oh, my God, yeah. Go to insights and tell me your hashtags. <laughs> so, impressions... 
impressions from I guess I was shadow banned. It doesn't say any from hashtags. <laughs> there you go. See, there you go. It just didn't even fucking matter. You probably are yeah. shadow banned. Always. And she did a great piece of Pennywise. It's the classic, like, looking unruly at the camera holding a balloon, but with misshapen boobies and a really nice, like, perfectly placed pubic hair. Sexy Pennywise. Pussy. Yeah. I like it. I like that you did fan art. It, it took me by surprise, but I still knew it was your work. <laughs> it's not something I usually do. I feel like I kind of want to do a little bit more of that for a spooky yeah. season. Like a sexy Ooh, Hannibal please. Lecter. Or <laughs> oh my god, I will die. Please do that. And do like a little, and then just just turn it into a product for me, please. Like give me like a postcard set of all these like Halloween well, characters. Well, it's October. You're a high tier for October. You'll be getting a Pennywise sticker and postcard. <gasps> and two other, three Hooray. other surprises. Guys, I get excited. You guys don't even know how cool they are. She even has this one sticker that was like clear, and it's like a high heel with a bunch of dudes in it, and I love it. And my niece found it yesterday because <laughs> I have like this huge inflatable um, sriracha bottle, and I just put all my stickers on that. She was playing with that yesterday, and she kept like touching it. <laughs> and like, I have all your stickers right next to each other. And her mom looked at me like I was crazy. Like, does she know? Does she know what she's petting? And she, she was, like, petting, like, the Venus flytrap one. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God. Um, so I've, I've you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm letting the next generation know of your work really early. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh. Okay, I'll, I'll get back to my normal questions. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so what do you think is the best way to market a Patreon? Just post about it relentlessly. I guess it's annoying, but that's how you get Patreons. I mean, if you, I've, n I mean, I've personally never been bothered when someone's like, hey, I've made this thing. Do you want to buy it? Obviously, you want to have some kind of like bait, like, hey, swipe up if you want to get this and then link it to Patreon. Mm -hmm. I mean, the base, the best thing for, about Patreon is it, it's, it's bonus content. So like, if you're the kind of person's like, oh, I'm going to sell this in my shop and then I'm also going to sell on Patreon, it's probably not going to do very well. Like, Patreon started, I think, as like, hey, this is behind the scenes. And it's not just for, like, artists. There's fucking YouTubers on it, podcasters, all different kinds of content creators. And, it, like, I think some of the most successful content is like, hey, here's a time lapse. Or here, like, here's a, a bonus podcast or a bonus video about, like, maybe a vlog or something like that. And, like, those are the, mostly the people that I follow on Patreon that are giving me the goods. Just, like, the artists that you're so goddamn obsessed with. You just want, you like, you just want all the shit. Just give me all the goddamn shit. And I just want it all. Because, like, there are certain people that we all, like, you know, uh, when you're, like, opening up Instagram and you see your story highlights, that the second you see their face, you're like, yes. What are you doing? I love it. Um, that's what Patreon is, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I think paying for a subscription, you want stuff that you wouldn't usually be able to get mm -hmm. anywhere else. And on the artist side of things, people forget that they're subscribed to you a lot. <laughs> So, like, they might subscribe because, like, you know, like, Exotic Cancer is making this really cool one-of-a-kind butt plug or something, and you sign up for that, and then maybe, like, two months from now you forget, and then you just get this delightful present in the mail. <laughs> hey, like, I exist. Oh. It's me Like, again. yeah, like, oh, like, that's nice. Because, like, that's the time that you're reminded that you're a member, and then you're never like, well, I don't want this again. <laughs> like, very rarely, like, oh, this is disappointing. Like, I'm never... Maybe I'm just, like, an uber fan or something, but I was just like, no, like, you gave me physical stuff, and that's pretty cool. I get to add it to my collection. Everyone loves a surprise. Yeah, man. It's it's like when you get really drunk at 2 in the morning and you order a bunch of shit on Amazon. Yeah. And it arrives, and you think it's fucking Christmas. That's, that's how great. I feel about product subscriptions. It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, so what do you think is, like, the most important part of running, like, a successful Patreon? Being active, I'm sure you've had people who've also said you haven't posted enough. No, all the time. It makes yeah. me mad. <laughs> Especially because it's always <laughs> the content that's like the $1 tier or something like that. It's always the cheap dollar tiers that people are the most upset and they yeah. want the most stuff from me. Well, I don't understand that. I just think being active is the way to do it. Like, I'm trying to be more active. It's hard sometimes, but, you know. Yeah. Active. The more you can give them, the better. <laughs> Yeah. How many times do you, do you post on Patreon a week? I try at least once a week, maybe twice, but yeah, yeah. I think that's good. I think I read a blog somewhere that said once a week is like the sweet spot. 
Yeah, I feel like if it was every day, that'd be like, you're annoying. Because I get email notifications, so it's just like, don't yeah, overdo it. No, definitely not. And I always find, like, when I'm making Patreon content, I want to, like, be like, pew, 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 pew. Like, here's this, and then this next thing, and then this thing. And then other people will do that to me, and I'm so upset that I'm <laughs> reminded of why you should not do that. Like, well, I get that daily dose of me on Instagram anyway, so it's just like. That's true. Yeah. I mean, if the algorithm is showing you the I'd hope showing so. them to you one day, <laughs> it happened to me. But all this week, because I was like physically typing in your username into an account that wasn't following you, and it would not pull you up. Really, shadow and banned. It, it, it showed your backup account, That's but it wouldn't show your band. your main account. And I was just like, God, damn it, that sucks so hard. Like I'm physically typing in like the full username, hit enter, and it was like no. Well, you can click on my backup account and click on the, That's the link. True. So, I mean, for that alone, it's great that you have a backup account. Yeah, yeah. It's handy. Yeah. I think it's nearly 100,000 followers or 90. Or yeah, I just looked at it. 90 Ooh. on the dot. Because Exotic Cancer is on the naughty list, you guys. That's why <laughs> she has a fucking backup. And you only post to it when, like, you're in trouble. Yeah, I like, mean, like, I don't... It's I like really you're consistently yeah. doing two accounts. No, too much effort. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's like I don't have time for this. It's too. It's too much work. That's <laughs> like the best motto I've heard in my entire life. Because like, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You're just like a shining example of like, hey, you just you're true to yourself. You commit. You you have like a pretty original point of view when it comes to your work. You're putting out consistent artwork, and you're not adding all the fluff. You're like, hey, do you want this thing? Here you go. It's not on sale. You should buy it. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like, like if I was to post to my backup account, it would just be like repeat repetitive content it's just like yeah ruin the algorithm Maybe. my backup has fun. a really good engagement rate but um does it <laughs> well yeah because every time i post it's like because i'm in trouble and people have something to say so they're all commenting yeah. people love drama like <laughs> yeah anytime i've ever like gotten a really shitty comment and i like screenshotted it and posted it or i got a count like a, a piece deleted is when people like really come in with the support so i totally yeah. get that they all love a bit of drama. Anything controversial, or, like, if you can argue, that's it. <laughs> if you can cause your cult followers to argue, you'll get high engagement. People are arguing you guys. People are arguing on my recent post about whether you should squat or sit on the toilet bowl. <laughs> I was like, oh, this I is great. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't physically have the leg strength to hover over a toilet seat. <laughs> I feel like people don't talk about that enough. Because it, it makes me feel great shame. Like, anytime I see, like, a zitcom or something, they'll talk about it. And I'll try it when I get to, like, especially when you're, like, a nasty porta potty on the road. Yeah. Which I feel like I find the grossest one on every fucking road trip because I just can't hold it. And I just drink too much, too many Slurpees or something. And I'm just, like, I want to hover. But then I hover for, like, one second. And then I just fall out of the toilet. And I'm just mad. Yeah, <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a public toilet, I'll, like, cover it in toilet paper. But at the club, it's like, uh, these customers' laps are probably way more filthy. <laughs> and if they get a little pee on them, is it really the worst thing? <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> scrub myself in dental when I get home anyway, so Oh gosh, yeah, I never even thought about that. <laughs> Not only because of like being dirty, but also like you're dancing for long periods of time, you're constantly on your feet, you probably have glitter on you. I don't know, I'm assuming glitter is a part of the the daily. I'm not sure. No customers no? hate it... glitter. It's like evidence they've been at the strip club, yeah. I've only been to a strip club like maybe six times. I don't know if that's a lot. It's probably not that many times. Um, and every time there was glitter, and I was pissed off. Yeah, it's I like, don't know. Why would you do this? <laughs> I don't think many girls at my club use it. Customers, Good. they Damn don't. They don't want the evidence. Yeah, because it, it it gets on everything, and then yeah. also like you're not gonna have repeat customers because they're you know they'll get caught and get in trouble. Where else would you get covered in glitter from, right? I would be like, I just went to Claire's. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the answer would be. <laughs> I came from a five-year-old's birthday party. Like, just go the opposite direction. I'm like, yeah, they had a glitter party. It was weird. <laughs> All right. So we're hitting up to the end of our interview. So last tidbit of advice. Uh, if you had any main thing, like, hey, like I'm a little baby artist, and I would really like to start a Patreon. I have a couple hundred followers right now, and I just want to make like time lapse videos and maybe like a vlog or something. What do you, what should I do? Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> just do it. Like, I love that. 
that's really it. Like, what if you're not gonna do it, nothing's gonna come from it, right? You're just gonna do it. It's mm. it sounds so simple and probably not the answer you're looking for, but if you don't do it, you will never know. I I was I I kind of <laughs> went through like no, I think that's really good. It's very straightforward, but I'm gonna get deep for a second because that's my brand, right? Yeah. Um. Okay, so I was writing this article today about how we're all like just a work in progress and how the pursuit of happiness is really where I think happiness comes from. Because like the second you, you get a goal and then you achieve it, and then like a couple days after you've achieved it, you feel like dog shit. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, I did the thing. Yeah, and no. it, You have to get like a new goal. You have to try something else. But nothing really gnaws at you as quite as much as regret. Mm. So it's like, you might as well try it and then just fail. And if it worked, cool. And if it didn't, move on to the next thing. Yeah, I feel like if you don't, if you feel like you never tried it, you'll never know. If you never know, you'll always like, what if, what if, you know? Could have been a millionaire if I did that, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think definitely just give it a go. Like, I, if you had told me I'd be making butt plugs, like, two years ago, (laughs) I would have said, whatever, no way. But, hey, I am, so. Wouldn't have happened if I didn't just try. I I honestly want to buy your, what is it? It says, fuck me, pay me. Fuck you, pay me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, pay me. It's pink. It's got a little heart in the background. It's adorable. It's pretty cute. You wouldn't suspect that it would be on a butt plug, but it is. It's like <laughs> shiny and silver and things. And, like, I hadn't considered buying a, uh, a butt plug, but then I saw it and I was like, hmm, should I do it for the photo? Because <laughs> the photo is why you buy it, right? Like, it's, it's like maybe you just like butt plugs, but and also you like pink. I don't know. But, like, I want to take a picture where I'm bending over. can't see my asshole because it says, fuck you, pay me. Because that's yeah. just that just fills me with glee. <laughs> that's it you can see it if you pay me yeah exactly i like it okay i think we're gonna end on that note so <laughs> before we leave you is there anything that we can help promote for you um i may, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no instagram that's it yeah so follow her at exotic.cancer at instagram also follow her backup account which is two r's at the end she has a shop she has the coolest website ever. You get to it. It just says, hey, here's products. There's not an about page, okay? <laughs> uh, there's The facts section is just, you know, it's just like, hey, here's the prints. This is what you get. And there's a contact page. That's it. It's the best. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And it's just a beautiful, really nicely photographed products, socks. There's cards. There's stickers. Uh, it's, it's a good time. You guys should check it out. I'm a big fan. Um, and it, it, we're done. This is the end of the season. Yay, we did it. Ooh, thanks for Thank having me. Thank you for me. being a part of this journey with me if you guys would like to support women of illustration please consider supporting us on patreon you should start a patreon and then you should support us as soon as you get on that patreon and then you should also support exotic cancer and get on that do you have any spots open for the glitter the glitter thing it's currently full but i will open some more at the start of next month okay i got oh, i got in right in the perfect time if someone drops out there might be a spot open but yeah and you guys so keep a watchful eye on her patreon um, if you want to support us, just do it for a dollar. A dollar really can go the distance. We really appreciate it. Like I mentioned before, if you'd like to get featured on Women of Illustration, definitely consider one of those higher tiers. I think I have one spot open for coaching, so snag it before it's gone. I don't, uh, I don't think it'll open up again, to be honest. Um, and then as a final note, we're officially launching custom-made T-shirts on Women of Illustration. We're doing these really cool artist collabs where every single shirt that you guys buy directly supports a different female artist all over the world. And currently we have five different people on the site and are growing about three to five artists a month. So I don't think I've mentioned that on this podcast before. So there you go. We're going to have a shop. I'm excited. Go to womenofillustration.com to check that out. All right. We're done. No more advertisements. Bye, my friend. It was so nice talking to you. Bye. Bye.